What's up, what's up? You know who it is. Back again, Big Hendo, Hendo Unplug, bro. You know who I got. A special guest okay. in the building. Hey. I got the hookup, baby. You can call me Master P. Niggas talking like I ain't the guy. Swear that shit blasting me. Couple hitters on the squad, two snaps, and they are blasting me. You become the victim, dog. You just another casualty. Welcome Shell to the black, dog, baby. This alive environment. Middle of this motherfucker. You inside the lion's den. Don't hurt him, baby. With a purpose. As soon as these niggas surface, smacking you, man. Got them ugly shoes and purses. Raised by cold killers, pimps, and drug dealers. It didn't take long to get the picture. Let's go, Mister Miyagi with the wax on these pussy niggas tampons the alias is sham black your girl called me shamron a grade school thing play no games say no names the grateful king sham hussein let's go let's go Hey, we do? got a hey, we got a real spitter in here right now. Spooky, you know, you know I'm holding it down saying? for the underground. Yes, sir. Yes, hey, sir. Yes, hey, sir. Let me get my little horn, my air horns in here. <laughs> let me get my air horns. I got that's my new little sound, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that we adding in here, homie. Hold that's on. Right, that's you know what right. I'm saying? And hey, like I said, we got a real spitter. We got Sham Black in the building. What's going on, my guy? Nothing much, man. Staying positive, staying after it. Hey, man. You know what? Forward. Bro, you know what? I was excited to get you on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got a really busy roster. You know, I was like, I got to get my boy Sean Black on because, hey, you know, I see his grind. I see his hustle. I've been a fan of his, his music for a long time. He's one of the local artists here. You know what I'm saying? Just this spitting, has crazy rhymes, and, and you know, he's been hustling. You know what I'm saying? So yes, sir. it's a pleasure to have you on the show, my guy. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's an honor to be here, man. I'm grateful to be invited to the dance every time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to come in my Sunday best, and I'm going to get my uh, Cinderella on one time. Man, hey, bro, like I say, man, I'm the fan of your work, you know what I'm saying? So appreciate it, appreciate I'm excited it. to have you on, bro. Um, Thank you. But let's get to the beginning, my guy. We've got Sham Black. Hey, shut up again, homie. Shut Spooky. Up you know what I'm Spooky. saying? Spooky, you know the vibes, man. <laughs> Spooky out here, boy. Hey, so you got the Charger jerseys on. Are you from San Diego or what, yep, man? Yeah, born and raised in San Diego. Grew up off of 30th and Clay Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan Elementary, Memorial Junior High School, San Diego High School. Graduated 2006. You know, uh, anybody from the town, the same story, man, you know, ducking and dodging the police and Let's go. the nonsense, you know. I never got too caught up in none of the none of the local politics. I got caught up in a little bit, but nothing too much where I really couldn't get my feet up out of, you know, didn't have too many run-ins with the law. I was kind of, you mm. know, I was kind of conniving and kind of mischievous and, you know, I was pretty quick as a kid, you know, so, yeah. you know, I never got, I never got caught gratefully gratefully you know ain't that something man like most people that come on here they was affiliated with something they're from San Diego yeah. it's like it's part of the culture it's not a bad thing it's, it's definitely part, of the, part of the culture man um you know my dad an old school lowrider okay you know my dad from the town my dad my dad is a real solid one and um you know he raised me oh so, nice so I didn't have to go look up to no other people and, and try to you know fit molds that uh that I didn't have to go figure none of that out my dad you know, he was yeah. there to to be like, you know, that's not the way to go. And then, you know, I grew up hustling, man. I grew up selling stuff. You know, I grew up, you know, like a merchant. You know, my dad was a hustler. You know, my dad never gang bang. Mm. He just low ride. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I could go over to I could go to certain parts of the town, and and you know, it wasn't really an issue until I got older. And then, you know, obviously, where are you? What what part of town you from? Was, yeah. You know, and the question, but. Nah, man, I, I grew up selling stuff, man, selling puppies. I was washing cars, you know. I, I grew up a hustler, so. A real you know, hustler. A real hustler, you know. So colors, colors, you know, ga- banging colors and stuff like that, that interfered with the money, you know what I'm saying? So Let's go. Yeah, I, I never had to I never had to partake in that. And then, like, you know what I'm saying, my dad's partners was from over here and over there, and I would see them, and, 
the first thing they would tell me, you know, they'd be getting out the pen and stuff like that. First thing they'd tell me, man, stay about your paper, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get, get, get the money, man. All that other nonsense, it ain't going to help you out in, in life. You know, the money, though, you know, you keep that hustle spirit. You know, you're a hustler just like your pop, so keep that in. You know, so I never felt like I needed to do none of that. I never felt like I needed to yeah. hang out with certain people to be cool, or I never needed a crowd of people. You know, I'd be me, myself, and I. I mean, that, I mean, that's dope, bro. You know, what I mean, because a lot of us don't have guidance like that. You know, what I mean, I think yeah. that we, a lot of these kids are missing that these days. You know, what I mean, guidance mm-hmm. like are true OGs, people who can guide you in the right direction. Yeah, I was like that too, man. Like, you know, I was one of them kids that I seen people doing bad things. I seen the results. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, bro, I don't want to go there. I can't do that. Okay, you doing this and and you get hooked on this and and I see the the end result of that, so I don't want to go down that lane. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, what? Yeah. Why, why would I go that way? Why would I go that way? You know, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> man, I was probably like about nine or ten years old, man, and I stayed off of 30th and Clay Street. Okay, you know? yeah, I know that real is. real big crib neighborhood, and man, I seen somebody hop out with a shotgun and get to shooting out his red truck one time, man, mm. and you know that was it for me, bro. I was. You know, after that, I was like, hey, man, this is real. You know, this right. is, hey, ain't no coming back from some of that stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Hey, I remember <laughs> I seen my first dead body like boys in the hood. You know, I remember where I'm from. I'm from Georgia. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm not from San Diego. I'm what from part Georgia. of Georgia? Albany, country. Okay, okay, yeah, I know where Albany is. Yeah, the country, yep, bro. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I remember we don't have like gang members and nothing like that. When I was growing up, it wouldn't have that over there. We had like just dope boys. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I seen my first, like, you know, shootout, like, dead body. I, ever since then, I think I was, like, traumatized. I was like, nah, I ain't that gangster, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm good. I'm good, bro. Man, my you know pops I mean? my pops chased me up and down the street, beat me upside the head. Yeah. All kind of stuff. You know, I was I was going that way. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, it was very alluring. Yeah. I just grew up alternative, you know. I grew up skateboarding. I Dope. grew up, I grew up doing things that, you know, the other kids that look like me didn't do. I played baseball. Everybody played basketball. You know mm. what I'm saying? So um, I was always bullied anyway. You know what I'm saying? I was always at odds with people. So I, it, it wasn't nothing that was unnatural to me. Mm. Then when I started trying to fit in is when, you know, my dad really started taking more of a, of, a, of, you know, more hands-on with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Chasing me up out the house and, and, and chasing me up and down the street. You know, I'm ditching school. You know, I was I was figuring it out. Hell I was yeah. going somewhere, you know, but my dad was like, "Nah, you know, um, I start smoking. I start I start smoking weed real early. You know, really, I start, I start smoking weed like in the seventh grade. Seventh grade. And my dad was just like, you know, come over here, man. You know, don't be going up to the park. He knew, he knew you were smoking weed, man. Yeah, he did. He was beating my ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was like, shit, because I skateboarded. So he was like, all skaters that I know smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't, but I was getting introduced to it. You know what I'm saying? And um. Yeah, he was like, hey, if you're going to smoke, you know, just just stay at the house, man. Don't mm. don't don't be trying to go up to the park, you know, don't be going up to Memorial Park smoking and hanging out and things like that. So, it became a time where all the, all the, all the, all the, all the you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They was coming to my house. Oh, you know, they was, at my house, I'm throwing these big old backyard parties, going <laughs> up to the school, you know, bringing all the girls from school, everybody coming to my house, you know. Oh, you the cool I, dude then. Man, I had like 40, 50 crips in my house. One time Damn. they was in their crib walking, broke my dad's floor <laughs> and shit, you know, and my dad came out fussing me out, and that was probably about the last time I really had company over at the pad. Hey, don't blame him, don't blame but, that, you know. Yeah, Pops, Pops, Pops beat me upside the head every chance he got to get me to go the right way, and it wasn't until I got to high school you know, junior high, probably like the eighth grade where I was like, okay, he not wrong. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? He not wrong. And, and about that time mm. is when I started to see a shift. You know, I got to high school. Things started to change for me. Yeah. I had already became who I kind of like was going to be. You know, I was a hustler, but I was, I'm a fighter too. You know, I'm oh, at nice. school because people was trying to bully me. You know, yeah. I used to wear glasses. They would be crooked. I skateboard. You know, I dyed my hair in the sixth grade. Everybody thought I was a weirdo. So, <laughs> you know, everybody want to fight me for some reason. And, yeah. and, and you know, I was, I was at school fighting. I got, I got expelled from school for fighting. Fighting. Wow! I had to go to um, Alba, which if you're from San Diego, you know the Alternative Learning Behavior School. Yeah. And then that's when it clicked. Like, okay, boom, they not playing with me here, and then, and my dad not playing with me. So you know, one hundred percent. We had came to agreement. Um, he like what? He like what's it gonna take? You know, to get the good grades at school? I'm like, man, you gotta let me be who I want to be. And he was like, all right, bet. He was like, don't bring the police. Shit, I went to school, got good grades. At least he, I mean, you know, it's cool that your dad stuck with you, man, and he supported you throughout the whole journey because, you know, I'm a parent now, bro, and I can only imagine, bro, this, you know, going, going through all that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I drug my dad through it, boy, because, you know, I was a quiet kid. You mm. know, um, nowadays, people that know me, they know me for being, you know, very active, very right. vocal, but I used to just be quiet in the back, you know, because I grew up reading. I grew up real intelligent. You know, I, I got mm. skipped to the fifth grade when I was in the third grade. Oh, you one of those, so, man. So, you know, I was always smarter. So, you know, when 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 people would come around me gangbanging and stuff, like, I already knew that it didn't make sense because I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I, it, I didn't have that much hate in my heart. You know what I'm mm. saying? I didn't have that much hate for people that look like me in my heart. You know what I Let's mean? Go. But... Um, the people that look like me, you know, they like they try to put the pressure on me, and I ended up fighting a lot of them, and to the point where it's just like they just kind of left me alone, you know. I just, you know, came in, did my thing, and, and got up out the way, and you know, um, look at you now, look at you now, bro. look at me now, man. I I never touched no penal systems, you know. I'm not in no systems. I'm not yeah. in no, you know, no nonsense in in, no, in those regards. So you know, I'm grateful, man. Congratulations, bro. Thank you, congratulations. Kindly. Thank you kindly. Um, what got you into music? <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, trying to be cool, man. Mm. You know, what I'm saying at school, me and my my cousins, you know, uh, rapping was just it, it was a thing to kind of court attention. You know, really, yeah, man. And we used to come to my house and we used to take the tapes and and my dad's tapes. We used to record over my dad's tapes. We used to try to rap like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Ooh. Yeah, man. And uh, spitting fast, huh? Yeah, yeah, trying to spit fast. My older brother was in the music too, so you know it just kind of trickled down. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, man, it was all about attention, trying to get girls and stuff like that, trying to be cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, little kids. So who were some of your influences? I guess you said Bone Thugs and Harmonies. Who else kind of influenced yeah, I, you? Yeah, I grew up off Bone Thugs. I grew up off of uh, Tupac. I mm. listen a lot of Tupac, a lot of B Legit, E4, a lot of West Coast music. My dad, my dad, an old school hustler. You know what I'm saying? Old Let's school go. pimp. You know, he come from the trenches. So he, so he a big West Coast. He loved West Coast, you know. Yeah. Um, one time, my dad, my twin cousins had stole my dad's um, Tupac's tapes. Okay. They stole his Tupac Machiavelli tapes. I think it was Machiavelli. It was either Machiavelli or um, All Eyes on Me. But Ooh. he banned them from coming in my house for like seven years, man. He used to have to sit <laughs> on the steps. You know what I'm saying? That's how serious my dad took the music. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's some of my earliest influences. And then, you know, about the time where I was able to really – you know, be cognizant of what the music was. You know, mm -hmm. I started pushing more like Eminem, you know, just just the the 2000s, you know, Nelly, Ludacris. I mean, I was into the underground hip-hop too, but, you know, I was a kid, man, so I'm just partying. So who who, who influenced more of your style? Because I'm getting more of like an East Coast, like conscious rapper <laughs> type of style, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, man, you know, I was probably like 12, mm -hmm. 13 at Memorial Rec. 
And uh, they was like, yo, you sound like you from New York. You sound like you from New York, my, and, my dog. And I couldn't shake it, man, you know, to the point where people <laughs> trying to fight me. Damn. You know, like, oh, you know, I used to be like, be this and be that. Like, oh, nigga, we Crips over here. Nigga, Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people didn't like it. And uh, that kind of, it didn't push me away from the music. It just, you know, I, I, knew, I knew what market that I was you got know. you and so as I grew up I knew that that wasn't the mark I, I just never that was fattish to me you know yeah I grew up but I also too I grew up listening to T Nutty you know mm -hmm. I grew up listening to Mitchie Slick okay you know shout um, out to Slick Looney Coleon a lot of a lot of Sibo you know a lot of North Cal and, and, and West Coast music but when I rapped and when I did it it just sounded like this over here but like mm. some of my favorite rappers is like Biggie Smalls Jada Kiss you know Rakim um um, Black thought, you know, those, those, you, those is my heavy influences. But growing up, I didn't, I didn't really listen to a lot of East Coast rap. Damn, because I can hear a lot, bro. Like, I mean, you do, you got a style. Like, you're, you, you're talking about some things. Even your beats are core, kind of yeah. like more East Coast beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you said, like Black Thought, The Roots. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? I could definitely hear more, more of that in your music. But yeah, your music's of, dope, though, bro. A lot of Jada Kiss, a Jada lot of Jay Z, a lot of, a lot of New York centered East Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of East Coast style, yeah, you know, yeah. but I'm a West Coast artist um, to the point where, <laughs> you know, people try to bully me into listening to certain shit, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I had a homeboy in high school. I wasn't too familiar with, with the with the Dago sound, mm -hmm. you know. I just would listen to other stuff. He was like, man, you don't know who these guys are? You don't know you don't know the music from your city? And I, <laughs> I kind of stepped back like, am I supposed to? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, shit, I don't know these guys. I'm never going to meet these dudes. Mm. But then, boom, you know, next thing you know, he put me on a, like, Black Mikey and uh, Gangster Earn. Gangster Earn, shout you out to Gangster You know, um, um, he put me on, like, Cousin Ice Lecter and, 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 and motherfucking um, Seaweed 3 and, you know, Big June. And I'm just like, man, you know, this is you know, the gangbag music, man, it's liable to get me in some nonsense, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, no, I, I took it, I inherited it, I, I, I digested it, I mean, and I listened to it, and I'm like, okay, this is this is the city where I'm from, but that was never my style. Mm. That wasn't my style, gangbanging, and, 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 you know, I'm just going to go one step further, man. Genocide wasn't my style, you know, killing my killing the people that look like me, and, and you know, and, 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 and beefing with, it wasn't my style, man, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, when I went over, my grandma lived off of 61st and Orderly. mm Going over there, man, you know, growing up as a kid over there, I would be fighting and stuff, too. But, you know, I didn't want to fight the people over there. You know, I'm coming over there trying to be cool, you know, so. Yeah. That just wasn't my style. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm listening to Big June, Mitchy Slick. You know, I'm listening to Cousin Ice Lecter and, and, and you know, um, Seaway and them. And, no, I had the CDs and stuff, but. Mm hmm you know, my, I'm trying to smoke weed and fuck on bitches. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get I some money that. and shit. So, you know, the girls didn't want to listen to Cousin Ice all the time. Sometimes they want to listen to Ja Rule and, and Ashanti. So. Hey, bro, I'm from the South, right? <laughs> and and that's was, that was our style, man. We wasn't really gangsters, bro. We was yeah. just wanted, like you said, you know, get the girls, dress fly, and, and, and just have fun, get the money. Get when the I money. came to San Diego, bro, it was like that. It was like a culture shock to me, man. Like, yeah. it was all, like, gang-related. I remember when I got here in 98, it was active, bro. It was crazy. It was, it was crazy. crazy. San Diego was crazy. crazy. I mean, a lot of people dying. It was really, like, it, it was some shootouts everywhere and Mission Beach and, and everything, bro. It was man, crazy in San Diego. It was, it, was, it, was, it was really, really... San Diego's making a name for themselves, you know? And, yeah. And that was a spooky part, a spooky part for me because I grew up skateboarding, so... Mm. I would be over there off of um, 47th Street. Yeah. 
on my skateboard. You know what I'm saying? I would be over there off of Solo Lagoon to meet homeboys to go skateboard. Mm-hmm. I'd be over there in the Hatfields trying to go skateboard and Skyline trying to go skateboard, you know? Yeah. And I didn't know nothing about it. My dad would be like, yo, be careful. Yeah. And then one time he see me, he's like, yo, what you doing over here? I'm like, I'm with my homies. He was like, oh, these ain't your friends, you know? <laughs> and sure enough, man, they wasn't because they was starting to get into stealing. You know, we was 12, 13 years old. Yeah. Boom! Every we they one time I was gonna go. I used to I grew up selling candy too. I used to I sold candy on the candy van. Oh, you one of them kids? Yeah. So you know, what I'm saying I had my whole little speech and all that. Let's go. And um, man, I used to, I used to make a lot of money for for this dude named Bird. I heard he passed away, and um, R.I.P. to him. But um, I used to sell I used to sell candy van with Bird. I used to sell candy on the candy van with Bird. And uh, I was like, man, what are you doing? You know, what I'm saying, where, where, where are you going? Sure enough, man. Um, all them kids went out to go skateboard. They ended up breaking to a church. Everybody went to juvenile hall. Damn. Except me. Smart one. Look I was at, at I was at home fighting my dad. Look at that, man. Dad <laughs> saving you, bro. Dad we, saving you, bro. Dad, dad, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. you know, I said it in one of my in one of my lyrics, you know, he he being who he was allowed me to be myself. You Let's know go, bro. And, guidance. Um, yeah, man, you know, and it was the kind of guidance that you didn't even really expect. You know, my dad he was an old school gangster, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. old school hustler and all that. But but by the time you know I came of age and stuff like that, he's just a dad, you know what I'm saying. He just he was hustling to keep the you know the lights on and the food in the house. You know he wasn't yeah. trying to get no million dollars and like that. So shout to your dad, bro. Yeah, man, pops pops hold it down. Shout out to pops, man. That's that's my guy right there. But you know he wasn't the type of cat that go spend all his money on nonsense and then we just sitting there starving. Now he took care of us. So that's what I'm you know about, growing bro. up, I never wanted to be like that. I'm like, nah, you know, my pops overweight and. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. He always dirty. And, you know, I didn't really see it like mm-hmm. that as a kid. I'm just like, oh, man, I don't want to be like that guy. You know, angry fighter type guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, nah, once I got older, I'm like, nah, you know, that was a hardworking man. You know, he was a hardworking man. So respect to the pops, man. Respect to pops. Hey, when when did you, just, like, start doing music full time, though? Man, I, I started doing music full time when Nip passed, man. When Nip what? Was, yeah, man, because, okay, so I got a crazy, I got a million stories, man. I lived my life. I lived a lot of life. I was in the military for 10 years. Holy shit, bro. Yeah, man. So, you know, when I got out the military and I came home, I was having some adjustment issues just because I came from San Diego, so I was paranoid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hadn't been here for 10 years, and, and you know, I was still tapped in with, with the homies and stuff that I grew up with, so I'm catching a lot of the, you know, just the stories. I'm not getting the whole story behind it, but I'm just catching bits and pieces. I'm the type of cat to mind my own business. Mm. So when I came to the town, I'm just like, you know, I got my head on the swivel. I didn't want to come back to San Diego just because of the politics and the nonsense. You know, I wanted to go live in the suburbs because I've been in the military. You know, I wanted to go live a stress-free life. Right. But now I came back to the turf, man. I came back. I came right back. You know, I I, I ended up living in Logan Heights on the mm. on the um on the side by Chicano Park. I grew oh, wow. up on 30th Street down the street from Sawyer Brothers. Oh wow. Which is kind of like the black side of Logan Heights. Yeah, I need to but then I came back, I went to go live with my with my wife and her father-in-law or my father-in-law. And so um they stayed right there by Chicano Park, you know. So I'm in I'm in I'm in the hood hood. Yeah. Um man, I'm a hustler. I figure, you know, before I go back to selling nonsense, I might as well try to sell some CDs. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was already rapping. I just just didn't take it person. I didn't take it serious. Nipsey passed away, and I felt like you know, I had it. I wasn't happy. You know what I'm saying? Like really? I, I had all this money. You know, um, I was on the verge of buying a house up north, and 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 you know, just changing my life. You know, I got. I was, I was in the army. I was a computer network engineer type guy. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to school, you know, I'm, I got all this money from the military and all this. I'm getting all this money, but I just wasn't happy, you know? Really? I wasn't happy, man. And so I was like, well, Nipsey passed away, one of my favorite rappers. I was listening, I've been listening to Nipsey since like 2008, like yeah. late 2008, like, you know, one of my favorites, you know, and I watched him die on the internet and I just felt like, you know, I couldn't give up the music because I didn't try hard enough, you know? And I, I, I knew... I knew that I could out hustle everybody. Let's go. So I, could, I I just had to get in a position to do it, you know. I just, but I could out hustle everybody, you know. I'm I'm in I'm from, you know, I grew up in the military, man. Yeah. So, you know, I know how to get up and grind till it's time to go to sleep and to do the same thing tomorrow. You know, I know that I'm about to outwork this dude. I'm about to you know, I'm about to shoot more shots than this guy. You know, I'm about to get up every day because I wanted more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was that. And 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 in, in late 2019, I said, okay, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my hat in the ring. Yeah, my cousin Milky Wayne, he was doing some stuff around town. Shout out to him. Shout out to Skinny Vinny, who really gave my first little shot. Let's go. Gave my first little opportunity to shine and, and introduce me to the San Diego underground scene. Yeah. But um, you know, once I touched the scene and I and I and I, I got a temperature check, I knew like, oh, I'm about to smoke these fools. You know Let's go. Because I had I had just seen, you know, I had observed enough. I had seen enough and I seen like, oh, you know. Coming out of San Diego, not just the underground scene, but out of San Diego, a lot of people don't even have a budget. Well, like, like what, what was separate? What was different from Sean Black than other rappers that you've seen in San Diego that you felt like you know you were better than them? You know what I mean? I never felt like I was better, but I just felt like I had more of an advantage. Mm. You know what I'm saying, and the, and the money. And the money. money. I have more money. Okay. You know, and, and not just like, oh, I got a nice car type money or I got all the latest Jordans type money. Like, no, this money coming every month type shit. You Let's know what go. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got more resources than y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm, I'm, I have I have more hunger. You know, and one thing I could take away from it is once you start to get familiar with everything, you start to fall back because you're like, okay, I'm not that hungry no more. You know mm. what I mean? To where I was eating off every plate. You know, I had to be more cautious so nobody didn't slip me no poison and send me up the river. But no, <laughs> I, I I seen like people was being you know people's egos was getting in the way of their work. You know, and, and and the finances, the finances was 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 one thing that was holding up a lot of the people that I was looking up to. Still yeah. is, you know. Yeah. People don't got no budget; they can't move. People don't got no driver's license. People don't got no cars. Yep. How you gonna get up? How you gonna get to where the money at if you don't got no car? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, rapping, rapping. A lot of people don't understand. Rapping is a business. You it's are the business. business you know business. what I'm saying? You gotta so, carry yourself like that. Yeah, you have to because you need the money to you know to invest in yourself to get, to get further for sure. So mm -hmm. I don't definitely understand that. Even with this podcast, I get that now. You can need money to get to the next level, you know what I mean? To get yeah. bigger features and all that stuff, you know what I mean? But I get that for sure. Yeah. So, dude, you just drop an album. Let's talk about this album, man, Gratuity. So, Gratuity, boom. This is a this is a a 19 record. This has got 19 records. It got 18 records and one intro. Um outro too. It got no. The outro is it's a, a, it's it's a, a song. record. It's, it's a, a record. Yeah, it's not just an outro. It's a record. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We had some. We had some. Some. Some heart. Some heartburn about that because like no, you got a song called the outro. Right. And I wanted to name it something else, but it just was fitting. You mm. know what I'm saying? It was fitting. But um. No, man. I got some production by Basshead on there. Got got some of the homies. Um. Parker Lewis is on there. Um, O'Keefe out of the Sound Lounge is on there. Mm. Uh, my homeboy, or one of my brother's friends, which is my older my older friend too. Mm. Um, his name is Mad Noise. He on there. I got DJ IE on there. Let's go. Um, I got Shelly Jane on there. Shelly Jane got some production on there, man. It, it, it's nice. It's yeah. nice. The, the record is nice. It's 19 tracks. Um, excuse me. 
my longest project to date. Um, yeah. I got some big features on there. You know, I spent a little bit of money on this. and Jay Mills. Jay Mills, man. That was crazy. Wow. That was crazy. A lot of people, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those ones where you just got to, you know, you got to give yourself a pat on the back Absolutely. for that one. <laughs> Absolutely. He came yeah. off. He gave you one. Oh, he gave me one. He, yeah, he gave, gave you one. one. He, he gave, gave you one. one. And you know what? That was my first real introduction to working with people in the industry or, you know what I'm saying, some some, mm-hmm. some real big professional people. And that was a great exchange, man. I couldn't ask for a better oop. Um, Jay Mills, man, thank you. You know, you definitely helped my catalog. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. The business side of things was very, 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 very fluid. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the communication between the two of us was just, just, you know, it was a dream come true, man. For real, man. I, I've I, since then I've dealt with people, and it's and some of it is like pulling teeth. You know, it could it could be real, um, it could be real, just frustrating and real time consuming. But nah, man, we was to the point, kept it G the whole time. Everything was black and white. We ain't have to do none of this and none of that. And, yeah. Ah, oh, man, you know, you gotta put your Game of Thrones hat on. So it was good. It was good. It was nice. Uh, what did you draw your inspiration from to make this album? Like, what inspired you? Okay, so um, the inspiration, you know, as an artist, you just kind of collect, you know, you collect records. Yeah. You got all these songs and you kind of like, okay, what's this? What's that? But um, as I started to collect the records, I I think I had hit uh, bass head. And, uh, yeah, I hit, I hit bass, I hit bass head and was like, yo, um, shoot me a pack yeah and his pack helped me glue the helped me make the foundation yeah yeah you know what i'm saying the, those records was the foundation and i just kind of added the bricks on top i felt like it was a fine dining experience is what i was delivering you know what mm. i'm saying um i felt like it wasn't too it wasn't too much like my last projects it was right. the sound was like more expensive you know mm. it's it was like it's like more just more detail oriented, you know what I'm saying? So, gotcha. so at, at, as I as I put the songs together and started, you know, getting the record names and okay features and stuff like that, man, it, it became a soundtrack to the last year of my life, really. You yeah, know? I love this. I love the album too, yeah, man. I got I got you one of those, and I got yeah. you my last project too, which is the Evolution of Sham Black. Oh yeah, I heard this one. Yeah, you this, know, this, this, um, this one's as luck would have it. Yeah, this is yes, good. Yes, sir. Too. And then there's a little flyer. Now I got you a little pen right here, too. Yeah, man. bro. I'm saying something to rock with you. Where's your, uh, what's your favorite song on this album? Man, I got so many, but part of the game. Part of the game? Part of the game. That's my record, man. I, man, that's my record. That's, that's, that's the record right there where. It's not the it's not the typical Sham Black, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm harmonizing on there. I got a little bit of vocals on there. Um, I'm giving some real good game, which is kind of what I I like to consider my my music mental health and and hustler music. You know, I'm not just on here rapping and rhyming. You know, we ain't sliding on the ops right. every record. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And dissing folks and now we're talking about some real stuff. We then we talking about overcoming challenges and you know believing in yourself and and how I feel when when pressure when they start putting the pressure on you know but yeah. part of the game part of the game is is the song that's my that's my anthem right there but then I got my favorite ones too like uh like Green Hate Envy that's that's one okay. of my ones I like that one too you know just cuz the energy on that thing is just yeah. up there that's you know that's the gym record you know I was I, I made that with the with the um with the intent of having it being played at halftime shows. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's why we did the energy like that. That's why they got the dancers like that in the video. That's why I got yeah. the bridges set up like that. I was like, oh, this, we're going to pitch this one and we're not doing working it. You know, it's just, we just getting into the business side of it. Um, 
Yeah, I like slow down too, bro. Slow down because it's more personal. Yeah, slow down. I talk about some shit and slow yeah, down. Yeah, you go man. hard on that one. You got, I talk you got about real some personal. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Yeah, man. You know, um, that's my rhymes, man. My mm-hmm. rhyme. I, I try to make it to where when I'm making music, I'm not just rhyming. You know, I'm not just mm-hmm. saying a whole bunch of nothing and wasting a whole lot of energy. You know. In the underground, they call it like the lyrical miracle raps and stuff like that, where they just putting words together. But, you know, I try to tell a story, which yeah. is why a lot of people would say that I got that East Coast sound is because it's just st- storytelling. You know, a lot of it is storytelling. Yeah, that's why I actually where you're a conscious conscious rapper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you t- you, some of your lyrics is really deep. Yeah, you know it's I mean? deep. I, I, I wouldn't consider myself conscious, though, because mm. my... <laughs> Solutions. A lot, a lot of people go laugh. My wife is Caucasian, you know what I'm saying. So I can't be too co- I can't be too conscious <laughs> because my wife ain't black, you know. So I'm. I heard uh, that. Some people will consider me removed from the struggle because my kids won't. Oh, that won't, won't, won't matter. Trickle down, but no, I'm not a conscious rapper, man. I'm just mm. a. I'm mindful. I'm thoughtful. You know what I'm saying. I'm putting a lot. Of, I'm putting some effort into it. Mm, like solutions. Solutions, another one. Oh yeah, solutions, man. Um, whew, man, it was crazy because. When I, when my manager Hook, when Hook, shout out to Hookmonger, man. My shout manager, out to my boy Hook, man. You know, holding it down for the guy. Shout when out he to heard, Hook. When That's he heard guy. these records, he was like, yo, what you trying to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, like who, who are you? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because usually I'm turning up. Uh, I got the real gritty boom bap. You know, I'm coming with the, you know, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing this and I'm doing that real grimy sound. So when he heard a lot of these records, he was like, "Oh man, this is different. You know, this is special. This is yeah, this is magic." And, and you know, that's I wanted to show a little bit of versatility. Mm. You know, that's that's my style too. And um, yeah, Solutions was a dope one. Um, Nobody safe though. That's my bar for bar. Yeah, that was cool. That's my that's my bag. You know, when I get in that bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got him. But I got a record with Afro that's that's really lovely. Um, Beautiful record, man. I got I got um, Kaje out of Sound Lounge. Or, Shout out to Kaje. You know, where, my girl too. Yeah, man. She she blessed the record and she got she some cold. vocals on there. Yeah, she did some she did some work for me on there and is I appreciate it, did that. Did you? Is that coolest jazz on, on that uh, on this one too? Uh, cool jazz. So uh, I'm not too for, I'm not too sure, sure if you. He's from San Diego. No, he's not from San Diego. Okay, he, he, from, had, he dreadlocks. From, yeah, he got dreadlocks. Yeah, he from Mississippi. Okay, yeah, that's him. He's from Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, I know Jazz. Yeah, so he, he called though. Oh, he is me. That's me, my guy. Me and him got some records, boy. I know you had one. Of, I was li- I was listening to the early. I say, is that Jazz? Yeah, that yeah. is him. And that's one of my favorite artists, man. He him. dope, bro. Shout out to Busy Balboa. Too. That's, I know this is out of left field, man. Yeah. Shout out to Busy Balboa. That's one of my favorite rappers, man. She mm. really, and she got the bars that people be sleeping on. You be like, what? But when you listen to her, you're like, oh, yeah. man, the, the art and the technique is dope. But yeah, cool, cool jazz, that... That's the that's my partner, man. I really I really like that dude. Yeah, man, yeah. he cool. Yeah, yeah, I know him. Mm-hmm. Um, so question for you. So I get a lot of um, opinions on how many songs that you have on an album. Some artists say like you know nineteen songs is a lot. Yeah. Some uh, some artists say that you know it's a lot because you know people the attention spans. Do you think that hurt you any any way from having nineteen songs on the album? Hmm, I do think it hurt me. You think so? Bit. Yeah, I do think so. Okay. Just because people have short attention spans, you know, I've had okay. people come up to me and be like, I like As Luck Would Have It because it was shorter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, well, man, you know, I just put out a 19 record tape, man, right. that's, that's really deep. You know, we talking about some stuff on there. But also, too, you know, um, 
I don't think it hurt me to the fact that I just think people not gonna listen to it all, you know. But mm. it was music that I wanted to put out. It was what I wanted to do in the way I wanted to do it. Um, I felt like the I felt like it was cohesive, you okay. know, from yeah. beginning to end. It was so you know I didn't when people told me it was too long. I just the music wasn't for them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's, I that the- that was just the bottom line. But the truth of the matter is, you know, um, a lot of the times, you know, we looking at you know, um, diamonds in the rough walk by us every day. Right. You know, and, and we just so caught up in our own day to days that, you know, we we really not taking the time to peel some of them onions back or, or, or you know what I'm saying, polish some of these jewels up and, and really see what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's fine with me. Um, you know, I know when to deliver. I know when to bring things back around and I know when the time is appropriate. You know, I'm studying the i'm studying the business you know so as i study the business and as i study um just trends and and the way the music is affecting people like you know the analytics is so important of of uh, spotify and apple music and Bandcamp. you know you could see Mm. you could see the numbers moving you know so i i know you know okay this crowd is probably gonna digest this Right. And this crowd gonna digest this, you know. I got um, the evolution of Sham Black as luck would have it. This is a this is five records, you right? Know? This everybody loved this this joint. That it's only twenty minutes worth of music, mm. you know. But if you listen to music like I listen to music, you know the gratuity is gonna sit with you, and that's why it's called the gratuity. You know, gotcha. it's not a tip. It's not like I'm asking you, like I'm begging, like oh five dollars. Like no, <laughs> I I put this already in the tax. This mm. is. You're gonna pay if you get this. You're gonna pay the gratuity. You, this is what it costs to eat good. Let's you know go. I'm, saying? You just, I'm not asking. <laughs> you know, what I'm, I'm I'm coming to get mine, <laughs> which is why it's 19 records. You know, what I'm saying yeah. now, um, we can go into the dreaming part of it, where it's like, man, I wanted to do this, I wanted to do that, I wanted to do this. And the bottom line is, we haven't got there yet. Right, right. You know, what I'm saying, um, even with some of the features, you know, even with the big feature, you know, some people said to me that was the time appropriate to get the feature you know mm. Jay Mills and did I have enough ears on me and, and eyes watching me for that I spent a pretty penny on it right, right. but it wasn't it wasn't about that it's an investment I invested in myself I'm confident in myself you know that's a notch in my belt that's a trophy for me you know, Let's I, go. I'm not I'm not here to wait for people to give me my flowers you know I got a flower bed at the house I buy my buy my own flowers you know what I'm saying so People might be like, "Oh, this that," but no, I got him. I got one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I'm about to get another one. And I'm gonna get another one after that. One hundred percent. You know, and and the, and the listeners is all it's about. You know, it's not about the homies to my left and right, cause you know they there. You yeah. know they there, but at the end of the day, you know I gotta. I'm, I'm investing in me. I, I'm shooting these dice right here. Let's go, so, bro. You know what I mean? That, Let them know. That's that's how I feel about it. But no, I am scaling it down a little bit just because. Um, I know how it's affecting. I I I conversated with a couple. I had some conversations with a couple of people, and they was like, "Okay, but well what if you had did it like this?" Mm. And I said, "You know what? Okay, I see that point of view. You know, I'm an understanding person." Yeah, because the only thing I seen it, I was listening to it. it had a, this is an hour worth of content. Oh yeah, you have an hour hour worth of songs in here. Uh huh. And um, I'm a fan of your shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I listen to it because I like your music. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. I know how people are these days. It's like. People are. It's kind of sucks that with people are because if you sit down and listen to it, all these songs and just digest the music, yeah, bro, you enjoy the you enjoy these songs because you're talking about some real stuff in these songs. Mm-hmm. But I, I wish 
these days are like back in the day when I was growing up when we had you know the CDs and we had the whole stuff yeah. like that you have now. Yeah, you enjoyed the the artwork. You enjoyed the whole process of opening getting it, up. it, opening it, because yep. it's it's an experience. Yes, yeah, like I said, it's an experience. Man. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. these days it's not like an experience anymore. It's like boom, you hear a song, okay, cool, next. next you know what I'm saying? Next, yeah. So it's it's crazy, but yeah. this 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 CD is a this album's an experience, bro. It's definitely an experience, and you know, that's that's why I did it the way that I, that I did it. You know, some people wanted me to break it down because it was it was nineteen records, so I could have yeah. did like nine and nine. Yeah, and it was like, man, you'll get more of a push out of it. But I wanted it to be digested like that, you know. And also, too, I spent like an hour in the gym, mm. a little bit more than an hour, give or take. You know, when I'm in there, so it's like. Um, not just hours worth of music, man. Sit down, listen to it. Yeah. But some people don't have that, you know what I'm saying? And the people, it's crazy because the people that lack that patience, they don't read. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they right. don't read, they don't have the patience. Gotcha. You know, I was always bad at math because I didn't have the patience. I didn't mm. have the patience to sit there and think. Yeah. I'm good at English because I could see the letters and I could see the word and I could read the page before I even see it. You know, it just makes sense once you read enough books. But like math problems, you don't know what the next number is. So you really got to sit there and think, you know what I'm saying? And, and and that's kind of the tape, you know what I mean? The tape is to be digested. You Let's know, go. it's a it's a four course meal, it's three course. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get through the, you gotta get through it all. <laughs> you got the dessert too, baby. Let's go, baby. You feel me? Appetizer, four course, and dessert. That Let's part, go, bro. That part right there. So, um, I've been noticing you spend a lot of time in LA recently. Yeah. So what's the what's the what's the reason for the transition? Um, you know, it's all about visibility, man. Um, I really don't be in LA like you think I do. <laughs> Ooh, just, perception, baby. You know what I'm saying? Because it's dangerous up there, man. And you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's not what you think it is. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes things ain't what you think it is. And you don't have to go touch the stove to know that it's hot. Let's go. All you need to know is that, you know, it's hot over there, bro. So, you know, I go up to LA to handle business and, and get what I need out of it. And I'm out of there, man. That's not my city. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not from up there. I'm not trying to be tough. I'm not trying to be the tough guy up in LA I know the state what's at stake up there you know what I'm saying so when I go up there I'm doing business and I'm out the way you know how you reaping any benefits for being in LA oh definitely man it's all about the visibility man and like you said man the same people that said the tape is too long is the same people that's like oh man he he got some big things going you know what I'm saying when absolutely and I do got some big things going but you know um, me just going up there and coming back, you know, go up there, touch base, come back. You know, I'm building a fan base up there. There's a market up there. You know, that's that is the market up there. It's just like fashion. Mm. You know, um, you can be from San Diego and have a fashion San Diego week. You know, yeah. a fashion week San Diego. That's tight. Yeah. But the L.A. fashion week gonna carry. You know, it's people gonna be from Houston and in and, and New York, and you know, you're gonna have some European eyes on there but san diego you're gonna have a lot of locals so you know going up to la and touch bases and, and get that market and tap into that market is mandatory you have to do that you yeah. know what i'm saying it's like it's like it's, it's like trying to do business and, and bypass the bank you know you can't do it mm-hmm. you know you need that you need the bank there to, to you know what i'm saying to say yeah that's that's valid you know you got you just have to touch those bases so i heard that you know i, I use la like it's supposed to be used i'm not up there trying to clout chase or you know trying to be the cool trying to be the next nipsey hustle and go hang out at these tough guy spots and you know but i do go up there to handle business we do a lot of meetings up there the studios up Mm -hmm. there you know what i'm saying the 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 production studios up there you have to touch these bases because 
you know, when 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 your time come back around, you know, they're gonna ask, Hey, did he where did he do that at? And right. as long as it line up, you know, your 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 resume is cracking, but if it don't line up, you know you haven't met the pre- it's like going to school. You don't you don't take the prerequisites, you can't take this class. Let's go. You know what Let's I'm saying? Go. So you gotta go up there, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get ripped off a couple of times, keep a cool head. Mm. You know, hopefully it ain't too much. Hopefully you ain't gambling with the church money. <laughs> 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 and you could bounce back from it because you gotta go through it. Little Griefo said, I had a, a rapper on here, a little Griefo. He yeah, said, Once you Grifo. spend the block, you know, you know, three or four times in San Diego, it's time to go somewhere and, and build your, your base outside. You know what I'm saying? Man, listen. He tell you he ain't lying to you, man. You 100%. know what I'm saying? You you go you you know, um San Diego is only gonna go so far. Yeah. You know, you're not gonna you everybody not gonna get rich in San Diego like Ryan Anthony. Mm. You know, Ryan Anthony is a is an inspiration to all of us. He's shout he's out Ryan shout Anthony. out to Ryan Anthony. Anthony. See the beach, you know, you what know? there there's onesies and twosies that's gonna get it. Let's go. But the majority of us, you're gonna have to go somewhere else, you know? Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to go out there and put some work in, then come back. You know, no no everybody only know Ryan Anthony after Barely See the Beach, but before Barely See the Beach when he was pushing with Ryan Bowers and they was doing their movement and doing you know, you really don't hear that part. Yeah, you know yeah. So you don't see that part, you know, because nobody was paying attention until, you know what I'm saying? So it, you got to go get it. You got to go get it and bring it back, you know what I'm saying? And and once you bring it back, I mean, it's not like people going to come down here with, with bags of money for us, but, you know, mm-hmm. you're going you gonna to be able to go get it. I think that's one of our biggest problems right now. I've been kind of, you know, you know, researching and doing my due diligence on the, the, the hip-hop scene in San Diego. And I yeah. think that's our biggest problem that we, I think we're comfortable inside of San Diego because we get a lot of love from the, the local scene. Yeah, well, you know what it, I'm saying? I like to digest San Diego. I like to dissect San Diego into to rap scene and mm. hip-hop scene. Mm. Because if you go to the rap scene, you know, you got the KT Foreigns, you got the O-Waves, you know, the popular people, Mitchie Slick. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, but Mitchie Slick is a hip-hop head too. Absolutely. You know, he was part of Strong Arm Steady. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an underground rapper. He's not trying to mainstream. He don't, nobody in the whole United States sound like Mitchie Slick. Let's go. You know, now I'm not trying to say that the other guys sound like anybody else, but there's a genre for those guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's all, you know. But Mitchie Slick always sounds like me. He ain't on no, you know, it's 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 not he he don't have that that, you know, West Coast typical I call I call it West Coast drill. Mm-hmm. You know, that West Coast drill rap that's popular right now. He's not doing that. He's doing what Mitchie do. Right. You know, but um between the hip hop and the rap, I think the hip hop I think the hip hop carried away, you know. Mm. But the rap, the rap is always gonna be there. It's not. There's no rap scene in San Diego. You know? no rap scene. <laughs> Hell nah. Mm. San Diego finest ain't about to have that. We ain't about to turn this city into no fucking. You know what I'm saying? They shutting that shit down. How many rap clubs you know out here? Wow, you don't think you have a rap scene here? Nah. Wow. I don't. I don't. The, the rap scene here is is no void. You know, mm. you you gotta go. You gotta go up to L. A. You know, look at um. And and this is the politics of this shit. This is my opinion. In my opinion only. You know, um. Even Lil Weirdo. Mm. You know, I think he wanted a bigger artist out of the town. Shout the to little weirdo, and and he has to go up there to L.A. He got to go tap in. You know what I'm saying? He got to go up there and put the work in. You know, he got to go follow some of those guys' um, trails because that's the genre. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, look at Nick Cannon. Yeah, yeah. Who is you know Nick Cannon? I mean, he wanted a bigger artist from San Diego. He ain't out there doing no goofy shit. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like he's like I'm about to do wilding out. And he in Atlanta doing that. That's not in, you know, I mean, they come to L.A., but yeah. they in Atlanta. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like, 
it's like, you know, you got to go where the bag is at. You know, if you if you really going to be in the high fashion, you probably going to have to go to New York. Mm-hmm. And then from New York, you probably going to have to go to Europe. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to be able to sit in San Diego and be like, oh, I'm a high fashion designer. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, well, when did you come to New York to do high fashion? You didn't go to Fashion Week in New York. The market. It's a market. You know yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I love San Diego and, I, and we do have artists from the town that's, you know, getting it in, but... It, it ain't you know San Diego is a is a is a alternative rock space you know we got like Blink One Eighty Two and mm. you know what I'm saying we got we got reggae bands from San Diego not saying we don't got no rappers and we ain't gonna have none but you know shit man I lived in Georgia I lived I lived in Georgia for oh, a couple yeah. of years How'd I lived like in Tennessee it? I loved it but they they wasn't playing no Dago music they should they barely play West Coast music over there yeah I lived in Colorado we got a lot of West Coast music out there you know and they they like probably like five, six years behind California. They still catching up. Yeah, yeah. But they got a culture down there. Georgia's like, it's a culture. Co- yeah, the they got a culture. A culture. The, the, the whole South, the it's Southern the whole region. South. Yes. But you know, you go to, you go to like I live, I, I spent a little time in Texas and you, you hear some West Coast influence out there. Mm. But, but, oh, so go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just like I was going to say, it's just like Cube said, everything West of the Mississippi, after that, you know, it ain't no real love over there. That's facts. Yeah. That's facts. What do you think we got to do to be on a main, mainstream level? In San Diego. Go to the mainstream. Damn. It's simple, bro. You know? Damn. It's simple, man. There's artists that could do it, you know? They just mm-hmm. don't have the budget. You know, they don't have the backing behind them. You know, you got people like Trey Aces. It's freaking amazing, mm. you know? And, and who's putting the money behind them? You know, it, it's unfortunate because he's going to have to give up a lot to to get where they going. You know, you hear these people coming out of these, you know, crappy 360 deals and Hey man, I got screwed over, and I had to do this and do that, and it's just the truth. You Damn, know? it's just the truth, man. It's unfortunate, but you know, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of superstars, man. There, mm-hmm. um, what's the what's the kid name? Twenty two. Twenty two G fan. Yeah, man. He'll, listen, he'll start, bro. He'll start. Crazy. Now look it. If now I know he Mexican, right? He Mexican, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If he was Puerto Rican, New York would have ate that shit up. Damn. Ate it up, bro. Eat it up, mm-hmm. ate it up, you know. But it's just the different dynamics and the different demographics. You know what I'm saying? He on the West Coast. He's, you know, he Mexican. He gonna get that West Coast. They gonna treat him like a West Coast artist. You know what I noticed too? I watch these. I watch these videos with a lot of these uh, newer up and coming artists. You know, like especially like in the Bay Area and stuff like that. Like you look in the crowd, it's all like white folks. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that we support our own, like our own artists and stuff like that? I do think we support our own. I don't think we support San Diegans, but I do think we support other black people and, you mm. know what I mean, people that we look up to and stuff like that. But, like, San Diego is such a small space, you know mm. what I'm saying? It's, it's a big it's a big city Yeah, because, you know, we got, like, places like, you know, Rancho Penasquitas and motherfucking yeah. Poway, <laughs> Mira Mesa, you know what I'm saying? But when you think about, like, you know, the the black crowd or the or the or the minority demographic, you know, right. everybody's just focused on Southeast San Diego. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you even see like people from from Chula Vista, Southside, South San Diego, starting to try to get their little energy together too. Not little energy, but get their energy together too, because you know, Southeast San Diego has just always been the forefront of San Diego. You know, popularity, I guess you could say. Right, right. But ain't nobody thinking about, like, Carmel Mountain. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, I mean, even Oceanside. Look at Desi Hollow and John Givens. And, Killing it, bro. You know what I'm saying? But And and they tapped into their market, but their market is different than San Diego because we, we, 
we treat them like they not from San Diego. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we, do. We, we do. We just be like, yeah, y'all from Oceanside though. You know, yeah. y'all not from here. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's a gift and a curse. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a gift and a curse because if you're not from Southeast San Diego, you're really not going to come over here. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you are from here, you're not going to ever leave. Mm. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I was trying to figure out. I was thinking, like, you bring up demographics. I was trying to figure out, like, what's our demographics in San Diego, like, from the business side of it? Like, who's consuming this music? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And, and we are consuming our own music. You know, mm. we, it, it, but at the same time, it's like, in my opinion, you know, this on the outside looking in. And I, I, I'm speaking as somebody that don't sell, even sell to this demographic. But if I was to sell to this demographic, mm. you know, um, what what would my strategy be? Right. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, it's very, um, let me pick my words wisely here. It's very corrosive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't have these people and those people come together. You know, it, it's you. just a lot of. It's a lot of bad energy, you know, uh, the part of town I'm from, you know, I don't even gangbang like that, but, you know, I come from over here, and when I'm over in here in these areas, you know, once somebody asks, hey, but where you from, though? Mm. And I tell them, oh, nigga, I grew up off 30th Street. They can be like, okay, what well, you want to do? Damn, you're yeah. guilty by association. <laughs> guilty by association, you know? <laughs> and it's, to the, to a degree, it's true, you know? I got a lot of family, I got a lot of relatives that's affiliated, and... You know they got their hands in a lot of nonsense, and yeah. you know, if 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 it was to be a pull, you know that's who I'm gonna be with. But at yeah. the end of the day, you know, if I'm over here and you know we doing business, then it's business. But yeah. you know, how often are are you going to the other side of town to do business? Damn, separated. You know, it, 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 it's so it's so jacked up. Yeah, you know, and 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 that's part of the reason why I didn't. Even, I'm not in this, like, I don't just, you know, um, I don't seclude myself. Mm. You know, I don't isolate myself with this these walls right here, you know. It's because I seen it, you know. I, man, I sold dope downtown. That's you know, cool. we were downtown fighting. That's cool. You know, you couldn't even get no money down there. <laughs> you know, and, and literally, you know, it's a walk across the bridge and we in the next, the next, you know, turf. But, you know, I'm downtown selling dope and... Can't even get no money down there. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? We on 16th Street trying to get it, and we down there beefing. You know what I'm saying? This is this is Peco before Peco Park days. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So 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 knowing that, what I do? Okay, boom. We can't sell dope here. We got we got to go to Carmel Mountain. What they doing up there? Oh, they like to take thistles and whatnot up there. You know, it's a little more recreational. I okay, heard that. so boom, we going up there now. <laughs> You know, we hitting raves and shit. Niggas is listening to Taylor Swift up there and shit. You know what I'm saying? And getting that money up there, huh? Yeah, they not listening to T Nutty up there in Carmel Mountain. They mm. and they buying bigger bags. You feel me? I'm up there with two, three hundred. Let's down go. here. I'm scraping for five ten. You Sheesh. know what I'm saying? So, um, once you once you understand that, once you understand that from a business point, you know, I mean, yeah, you got some people that's it's lucrative. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You come to Southeast San Diego. Mm, you could really get it off, you know, right. because it's corrosive like that. Right, right, but at right. the same time, you know, that's all you gonna get, you know. That's it. Because 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 once Southeast San Diego start to eat it up, you know, everybody else, everything, what they say, everything south of the five or everything south of the eight. Yeah, south of the eight, that's real. Yes, they 100%. don't give a, they don't give a fuck. South of the eight, boy, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. 
You know what I'm saying? You're so, right about that. Yeah. So what are some things that you are, some challenges that you're, you know, are occurring? Uh, so what, what are some challenges that you're having coming up as a, you know, as an artist in San Diego? Man, some of the challenges that I have coming up as an artist in San Diego is, uh, it's getting, it's, it's getting caught up in that popularity space. You know what I'm mm. saying? It's like, you know, I grew up, I was popular in school, you know. I was I was popular because I, I rapped. I was popular because I smoked a lot of weed. I was popular for being bad and, mm. you know, like a class clown, a jock and shit like that. But um, but but standing out, though, you know, once you start to say, okay, this is my lane. I'm going to stay in this lane right here. You know, you're going to have a lot of people that's going to kind of not, it, you know, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. You know, and that's my thing. It's like trying to be so unique and be myself while also being familiar, you know. Mm. And a lot of times that come with that comes with like imitating things that are already there, you know what I'm saying? Cuz mm. nothing is new, you know, and, and sometimes you want to, you know, you, people love Pepsi. People right, right. love Coca-Cola, so you want it to taste like Coca-Cola. Mm. You want it to favor Coca-Cola your art, you know what I'm saying? You wanted to favor that while still being yours, you know, mm. RC Cola, if you would. <laughs> and uh, that's one of the that's one of the biggest things I have because I'm like, man, that shit is selling. Yeah. You know, I can get on there, you know, I do some stupid shit too and, and go viral and, and sell, but how authentic is that? You know, yeah. am I being authentic to myself? Right. And I think that as an artist, not just an artist from San Diego, but as an artist, that's a space that we occupy too because it's like, boom, I could go throw these records over at EDM record and then boom, now I'm an EDM artist. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I could go throw these rappers over, uh, I could go do a, a New York drill beat. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm I'm a popular drill artist. You know what I'm saying? But to to say like, no, nah, this is the art that I want to create. This is the lane I'm going to take until, it, until, I, until I see some some traction. You know, that's a, that's probably my, like my hardest space right there. I heard that. Uh, so what are some things that you uh, incurred through your, your journey, you know, as an artist? You know what I'm saying? Like, what can, what can, what can what, some gems that you can give these up-and-coming artists? You know, you've been around for a long time, and, you you know, I'm pretty sure you got a lot of wisdom that you can, you know, shed on, light on to these up-and-coming artists. Like, what can you, you know, some game that you can throw their way? Uh, man, take it serious. You know, that was, that was, the, that was the dart that I was throwing when mm-hmm. I started to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You know, take it serious. Um, every opportunity is an opportunity for you to win. You Ooh, know? let's go. And, and, you know, some people come unprepared, you know. Mm. And it's unfortunate because it's like, man, you might not get this chance again, you know. You right. might, some chances only once in a lifetime. So, yeah, take it serious, man. Put your put your best foot forward, man. You know, keep some money. Keep some money. Say, I know I know. We, we, we like to talk about financial, you know, backing and, you know, especially with the way the streaming is going. But, man, you know, to be able to give someone a CD, to be able to give someone a pen, to be able to give someone a flyer, you know, mm. give them something tangible. Yeah. We are, we're all artists in some way, shape, form, and fashion. Let's go. You know, what can, what what's going to help me remember your art, though? You Let's know? go. Um, sh- man, we go to the shows, we pass out flyers. Man, people rolling up weed on the flyers, throwing them on the floor. You know, some people would take that personal. You know how in in uh, hustle and flow, he threw the tape in the he threw the tape in the toilet. Yeah. You know, he went in there. That's my tape. You know, <laughs> that and you know he whooped his ass. Now he went to jail. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and and that's that's the part where you know, hey, you know they're gonna throw it on the floor. You're gonna get more views on the floor than they're sitting in their hand anyway. But to even have something tangible. You know, a lot of these people don't have nothing tangible. That's you know, a lot of artists, they just artists. You know, they come through with they weed and they drink, and they and they they Louis Vuitton belts and they dope Jordans, and then you leave and it's like, well, who was that? I don't even know. 
Facts. Yeah, <laughs> I don't right. even. I know his handle is, uh, you know, Puerto Rican Poppy. <laughs> but shit, what's his artist name? His 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 Instagram name is Puerto Rican Poppy, but his his artist name is Lil. Little something, little something, huh? <laughs> you know, little pink bean or little, you know, <laughs> little what I'm saying, pink bean. <laughs> something funny like that. But mm-hmm. you know, you man, you barely even know people's names these days. You That's know, and it's like, man, you know, shit. Nothing, they don't have nothing tangible. Nothing, nothing, no exchange. Nothing, nothing to remember you by. You know yeah, what I'm man. No, 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 no energy exchange. So, damn, I like that. Yeah, man. So you doing a lot of shows, bro? A lot of performances. Yeah, man. I've been getting busy. Yeah, I'm real busy. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, experience? Doing a uh, show, bro. Your favorite experience? My favorite experience was Thres Leches. I did a, I did a show with Thres Leches. Shout out to Julia Ramirez, man. Mm-hmm. He was doing this over, I think it was like 2021. Mm-hmm. We was like in the thick of COVID. I had just dropped a tape called the D-Day Project, which I was in my bag bag. I was still a, I was still a, a, a fresh artist and a lot, I was getting a lot of energy. And man, I did that show and it was like after that, man, the gods was like, okay, it's yours. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I'm talking about to the point where everybody was screaming, man. I kind of broke down like in tears. I was just overwhelmed with the amount of love and support that I was receiving during that show, man. And that was the one that was like, okay, boom. I had, I found something. You know, right, I found yeah. I had found some gold. That was one of my most memorable ones. But yeah, man, one of my most popular ones was I just opened up for um Conway the Machine up in uh Damn. Yeah, in Santa Ana. Yeah. And, uh, no, it was in uh it was in Orange County. Mm-hmm. It was in Orange County. I had did the uh, the Yoast. And uh, yeah, I was on there with some dope artists, man. Went up there, we 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 tapped in, man. And we made some good connections. We got to kick it with a lot of good people, and that was that was one of my most popular shows, though. Yeah, what about fan experience? Like people like knowing your your words and your, your raps <laughs> and your lyrics. Yeah, man, I got some of the homies that pop out. My wife, man, my wife know all the songs. Let's though, go. So when she out there singing, that make me feel the best. That's cool. Yeah, I know. I know it look cool when the groupie girls is coming up and you know, but shit, man, she when she out there and you know she in the front row smiling, mm-hmm. faded and singing along. It's, that's the best feeling. So you're a father too, bro. You got some yeah, kids. Father of three, man. My, you know what I'm saying? My youngest being about seven, eight months. Yeah. I know they give you a lot of inspiration, man, to push and go harder. Yeah, yeah. Sunshine. Sunshine was, was my one. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy. The skies are gray. Yeah. You never know, dear, how much I love you. Let's go. Please don't take my sunshine away. Is it hard, you know, like, you know, stand on course and, you know, got to take care of your family and you got to focus on your rap career? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It, the hard part is leaving. You know, I was in the military. I got four combat tours. Damn, congrats, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you for the service, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for the support. Um, the combat tours was always hard for me. Mm. Now, you know, my wife would tell you, like, yo, you just got up and left like it was nothing. And sometimes mm. you got to do that when you kind of like, okay, man, we might we might get fucked up over here. Let's go. But, um, you know, getting up to go do business, knowing that I should be at home watching Christmas movies with my kids, Ooh. drinking hot cocos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in the fireplace, I'm outside with a whole bunch of people that really could give two fucks about what I got going on. Mm. You know, and I had to try to be safe and I had to be sociable and I had to try to make some sales and, mm-hmm. you know, I had to try to make it worth the 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 time, you know, so it's like, go. it's easier to just go home and just be right. a dad to my kids. You know, my kids love me regardless of how much weed I smoke with them or regardless of how many shots of Henny I take with them, you, you know. You smoke weed with your kids? Man, nah, <laughs> man, but you know, 
The homies only love you when you got some. Let's go. You know, niggas pop up, hey, you got some bud, and then you like, you know, we kicking it. But if I say no, they gonna go. They they trying to get high. You they know gone. what I'm saying? So, Man. but my kids don't give a fuck. I tell my kid, hey, you got some skittles? I'm like, nah. He like, oh, shit, fuck it then. <laughs> We're gonna play with these blocks until mommy comes. <laughs> Fortnite. Let's go. <laughs> Man, don't tell me about Fortnite. I'm gonna ask for some money right now to buy some. <laughs> Hey, but yeah, man, being a dad um, is, is is fulfilling, and you know that's one of the that's one of the real. I love that part about it. You know, I, I'm yeah. a leader. I'm a leader. I was a leader before I had kids. And Let's I'm, go. You know, so it's always good to have my little soldiers treat you know train them up the way that I like them to be trained up. And, Absolutely. You know, they're better versions of myself too. So it's supposed to be, bro. That's yes, what I'm talking about. Yes, hey, sir. so what? Uh, any new music coming out? Hell yeah, man. We got eight, nine, ten, eleven. Records, man. I'm trying to bust somebody over the head every seven Ooh. weeks next next year. Yeah, I got some real big features too that I ain't gonna let the cat out the bag. Hey, come from. on, man. We need an exclusive. But baby. Come on, we need an exclusive. Man, we can drop. Who I got on? I got. I, I ain't even gonna tell y'all which projects they on, but mm-hmm. I think I got like a Merkham's feature. Mm-hmm. I got okay, a, okay, okay. I got a Jay Graham's feature. Let's go. I'm working on. I'm working on my Mitchie Slick feature, of course. Ooh. I was, supposed, Mitchie, to, I was supposed to have Mitchy Slick feature. I was supposed to have like five of them joints, man. But mm-hmm. I was doing, I was handling business. I was doing business, man. And sometimes I was just putting the business before myself, before my craft. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get the money back. I ain't even tripping. But 2024, I'm gonna put the music first. I'm like, okay, this is what, this is what I need to have in order for me. You know, these mob trophies. Absolutely. This is, I'm feeling good about me, bro. But um, yeah, I got, I got a lot of stuff, man. Um, who else I got? Who else I got? I got some of the homies like Apollo. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm shooting some stuff at Ray Riley right now. Shout my boy Ray, bro. <laughs> that, that dude is so man. He's so stupid. Yeah, man. I'm, so I'm, nasty. He he he's another one, man. You know, he got mm-hmm. the he got the he got time behind him. You know, he's yeah. younger. He mm-hmm. got the energy behind him. You know, he don't got no kids. He he could work it. He can go hard. He could work it, yeah. man. You know, and I'm rooting for that guy. Um, Boo Boo yeah. the Prince. A lot of people don't know about Boo Boo. I don't know about Boo Boo the Prince. You don't know about Boo Boo. You gotta know about Boo Boo. Boo Boo is big. Let's go. Big underground energy. All right. I'm, I'm gonna, talking about. Put me crew. on. Yeah, they go zoo. The A five eight, the A five eight guys. He coming from up that way, but these guys are very militant. Yeah. You know, and they move with precision. You know mm. what I'm saying? And that's all you want to be around in this industry. You know, you you always want to be around people that that try to bring it to the next level. You know, you never want to be around people that that's fighting over crumbs and facts. You know, not doing it's nothing. Over crumbs. You know, jealous and bitter and like, oh man, this dude didn't. You know, like my picture, he don't like me. You know, it's like, nah, man, my man's is out there putting on for the city. He's repping San Diego. Yeah. And um, he's out there. He um, he just did a little grimy tour, to a grimy run to Ohio. And then mm-hmm. he went to Detroit, Chicago. He got one coming up in Brooklyn. I'm going to check him out, You know what bro. I'm saying? Check out Boo Boo the Prince. Boo Boo the Prince is... That's a guy right there, man, and I love that guy. Um, some 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 OGs from the underground, obviously Rick Scales. He's Shout out where Rick Scales, man, man. Rick Scales, the incredible man. That's like a big bro to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and him have a very special relationship. I really cherish our relationship, you know. It's it's not one that you know we ain't you know every day kicking it, yeah. but you know when we do kick it and when we do hang out, man, it's, it's very um, positive and and I always leave with a gem or two from him. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I love San Diego, bro. We got so many good artists, man. It's I lot, love it, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of energy here. It's just yeah. no money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like it's like it's like if we had somebody going around giving out money to 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 further a lot of these, or or even just you know to teach it. 
Because mm-hmm. I know that's what they're trying to do. Like, I think, um, I want to say Mickey Vale. Mickey yeah. Vale and them are trying to do something like Parker Meridian and Platform Collection. I don't know if you're really familiar with them. Nah, nah. A lot of San Diego underground, real, real underground shit, though. Not, yeah. you never going to see these guys at some of these other events. You know? yeah, yeah. That's how underground it is. But, you know, they try to they try to teach the word and preach it. And, and for some, a lot of people do pick it up. Like, I seen you had, um, I would think the guy's name is John Keith. Oh, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah I just did him. Yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know about him. Bro, you know? And the dude is like. Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have him on. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, bro, like, San Diego need to know about John Keith, bro. John Keith is, oof. But he's so nasty. If you go outside yeah, of San Diego yeah. to other cities, yeah. bro, he has hundreds of people, thousands of people in the crowd going crazy, like spit, uh, uh, you know, know all his lyrics, all bro. the lyrics. Yeah, I see it's crazy. I've seen some of his videos, but yeah. that's what I'm saying, though. You know, the San Diego market is like that. You know, it's yeah. like, who are you? you yeah, know what I'm that's a, like Nipsey said, what they call you and where you from. Yeah, if you're not seeing none of like none of that, I don't even care. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm. Um, I grew up in Southeast San Diego, and, and like a lot of my childhood experiences, like girls would be like, "Oh, you too dark for me to date you." What? Yeah, man. So you know what I'm saying? It, what? It, it, it was just one of those spaces, you know. And then, you know, I dated a lot of Hispanic girls growing up and stuff like. That. I grew up in Logan, so you know, I I just dated a lot of Hispanic. I, I, I just shit. dated the girls that like me. You yeah. know, the, the, if you like me, I, I, then I was talking to you. Wow. It, it wasn't even until I graduated high school to where I'm, I'm capping. High school, I had a I, my girlfriend was black. She was okay. chocolate like me. <laughs> she was chocolate like me, you know. But yeah. I mean, outside of that, you know, and, and that's the that's the demographic. You know, if you're not if you're not a part of the corrosive community, you know, if you're not part of that nonsense, you know, sometimes you get overlooked. And I was listening to some of his, you know, some of his interviews, some of his takes, and I'm like, yeah, no, it's true. You know, yeah. you, you you know, you listening to. I think he was talking about J One or P One or yeah, yeah. calling out Rick Ross and them. Yeah, yeah, P One. That's how it is, man. You know what I'm saying? We had we downtown selling dope, mm. and I'm like, you know what? This ain't really working for me. You wow. know, I, I'm not really feeling this energy. You know, I'm poisoning yeah. the community. Next thing you know, niggas think, oh, you think you better than me? Niggas want to try to jump you and take your sack. Now you out here squabbling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We have, we, you know, Fifth, and, Fifth Avenue, you know what I'm saying? Now we running from the trolley cops. You know, I got the dope on me. You know what I'm saying? The homie got the burner. And you did your dirt though, bro. Look, and now we looking stupid. You know, all because <laughs> I'm like, man, I don't think this is the right idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, 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 we over there in Kingsington trying to get into some houses and shit. Nigga have a change of mind. Oh, you know what? I'm just going. I'm about to go home. My dad gonna whoop my ass. <laughs> now niggas like, oh, you gonna snitch on us? Now niggas wanna try to come shoot you. And yeah. you know, you like, damn, homie, I can't. You know, but that, you know, that's how it is. You know, man, that's so, wild, bro. Yeah, you ain't had your experiences for sure. Man, listen, I got a million stories, man. We was, yeah, we was. I was outside though. You know, and the people that know me, they know me. I don't gotta go around, and you know, people always ask me, hey, who you know from over here? You know, they wanna, yeah. they wanna know how much respect to give you. But mm-hmm. I, I try to just keep. You know, you don't need to know that. Yeah. You know, but, you know, just know that. Favorite, favorite taco shop in San Diego? I'm Humberto's off 25th and Market. You know? I haven't been to that one. The, it's the, it's the one. real Humberto's. Everybody that want to go to the one on for 43rd. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? The Mexicans over there, the Mexicans over here in, in Logan is different. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they just, they, it's different, man. So, you know, the, 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 the Humberto's off of 25th. Twenty mm. fifth, not the red and white. The Humberto's next to the next to the little frutaia. Let's go next to the next to the. What you ordering when you over there? Oh man, I'm like, you know, I was a big fan of corn and fries for a long time, but I'm a fat boy now. You know, I get the <laughs> I get the three row tacos. And with you the corn slimmed up a little bit though. You know, I'm 
try to get back into my, you know, you know what I'm a, saying? I was a lean green fight machine for a very long time. So, you know, I kind of let up off it and let the, you know, fat daddy season. You know? <laughs> but I'm a grizzly bear, you feel me? But I used to get the I used to get the corn asada fries and I get the three roll tacos with the corn asada on top. Let's con go. Let's go. Con todo. That's my that's my nickname. They see me con todo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's e- either either about. the either the Humberto's off of twenty fifth or I'm eating at the um Alderberto's right there on the on the, the red and white taco shop. Okay. Dago Dago T V know what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Time, man. And if I go in there, I'm getting a, a burrito supreme with contado, you know, everything in that thing. They got beans, rice, the goddamn corner side of boy, listen. Let's go, bro. Indeed. And yeah. if I'm not eating there, I'm eating at uh at uh Chef Buddha's, the soul food spot. Chef Buddha's, I haven't been there. Chef Buddha's the the, the, food, the, truck, food? the oh, food truck. Oh, I've seen it, but I've never been. I heard it was good though. Ah, man, delicious. Man. Yeah. You know, or or I'm eating at uh Mom's Chicken and Waffles, formerly known as Rhythms Chicken and Waffles, you know. Okay, okay. That's my boy Brian Foxworth and them. I went to school with them and shit Let's like go, that. So, bro. you know, big, big energy, you know, I'm sliding for the hummies and yeah. shit like that. Yes, sir. Or I'm eating at Salud, you know, and fucking with Salud. Salud, big Ernie always take care of me, man. I love Salud. Um, man, best Taco Tuesday prices, you feel me? Or I might go I might go to Border X. Give me some horchata beers. This dude need a you need a like a blog. A hey, listen, blog. man, that's what we was gonna do, man. I'm gonna eat at Hayes, man. If y'all mm-hmm. haven't been to Barrio Logan and ate at Hayes, you sleeping. If y'all haven't been to Cuatos Milpas or six six four um Bidia over there in Logan, psh, man, sleeping, bro. Who got better uh Mexican food? San Diego or LA? San Diego. Okay. San Diego. I was about to say, bro. I was about to woo. San Diego. Get you. But you know the thing about LA, LA Mexican food is meant to, they cook it to survive. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is my opinion, man. Everywhere you go, everything got beans and rice in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like San Diego, they don't do that. You know, San Diego more like designer food. Mm. You know, it, 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 it's like it's like bougie food. You know what I'm saying? When, when you go up there, their food is like, you know, it's really from the people. It's really mm-hmm. from, the, from the streets. Mm-hmm. But down here in Dago, it's like, you know, it's handcrafted, you know, I craft beer and shit. Like, you're like, oh, man, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, that's what I'm talking about, man. I appreciate you for coming on, bro, man. That's what I'm, Thank you This for is a treat me. for me, my guy. Appreciate it, man. Thank um, you. Do you want to leave anything for your fans? Uh yeah man shout out to all my spookies first and foremost man everybody that's rocking with the with the spooky gang and all that shout out to all my spooky smalls uno um sick rick the dom milky wayne um lord Schmiz, motherfucking uh goddamn speak easy you know um mm-hmm. milky wayne i think i said milky wayne i'm gonna say his name again no that's the og let's go um everybody that's fucking with uh spooky gang man all my spookies out there you know what i'm saying um keep holding this down i know it's a lot going on and you know Appreciate it. Um, everybody that's supporting, you know, that's liking, commenting, sharing, buying the merchandise, you know, um, listening to the music. Um, appreciate that. Thank you all for supporting us, supporting me specifically and, and keeping me in the loop, you know, mm-hmm. giving me the energy to keep going. Um, to the fans, man, be ready. I, oh, I, yeah. I'm really I'm really trying to make you all happy and make you all proud. I, I'm going to make myself happy, though, too. So y'all just going to catch the residuals of that. <laughs> this is for me, you know, and, and y'all going to get the re- residuals. And if y'all like something a little bit more, you know, let me know. You know, we and we, we'll do some customs. But this for me. Man, once again, bro, I'm proud of you, man. What you're Appreciate doing, pushing the culture forward, dog. bro, you know, and showing love. Every time I see you, man, you always been positive vibes, bro. You know what I mean? Um, you, love what you. you're doing for the culture. You know what I mean? Love love your music. You yes, know what sir. I'm saying? So, yes, sir. man, we appreciate everything you're doing, man. And um, 
and spend some time with a brother today. You know what I'm saying? I know you're a very busy man. Appreciate it. You know, you everywhere, so performing everywhere, you know, so I know you're very busy. And you know, Big Hendo, I appreciate you, man, and everything you're doing for us. Big Hendo, I appreciate you as well, man. You know it's Dago on mine. San Diego versus everybody, man. We're going to put San Diego first, man. We love you. And, and like I said, I don't want I want you guys to understand, too, I, these, some of these questions I keep asking because I want you know us to learn from this. Mm -hmm. I love this city. Mm -hmm. I'm not from here. I'm a transplant. But, dude, this is the best city I've ever been to in, in my life. I've been around a lot of different you know countries and cities and stuff, so... I love San Diego, so I want us to all eat. I want all of us get to the next level. So we got to work together and, yep. and show love with you know as as a unit. Yeah, and to get to that next level, so we got to have these conversations. The time the conversations be a little tough, you know. Yeah, because um, sometimes you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. You know, you don't want right. to seem like the the outcast, or you don't want to be like the odd energy. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it is what it is, and you know. Um, when you when you enter some of these spaces, you know it's best to just be as honest as possible. Now, sometimes yep. you always gotta say stuff. You know, yep. if I'm not feeling something and somebody doing, that's cool. You know, I don't gotta go out there and say that. You know, I just keep it to myself, and, and you know that's my own personal opinion. Yeah. But the town is the town. Well, you know, we win as a unit, and we lose as a unit. You know, yep. look what the Chargers did to us today against the Raiders. <laughs> you know, embarrassed us. Yeah. You feel me? But that don't mean I'm not gonna be no Charger tomorrow. You know, hey, we went out there, we lost. We're gonna regroup, and you know we're gonna we're gonna keep the optimism there, and, and one day we're gonna hope we get to the Super Bowl. Yes. But in the meantime, you know, shit, you know, I'm a Charger, I'm a Charger, I'm a Padre, I'm a Padre. You know that is what it is. Now you might think my style is a little different, you know, but mm -hmm. hey, that's cool, you know. Yeah. But the town first, you know, and, and I'm from San Diego. You know, yeah. I'm born and raised here. I lived outside of San Diego for quite some time too, just as long as I've lived in San Diego. So yeah, I've seen a, I, you know, I've seen some other ways for it to be done. You yeah. know, and not, and if you if you pay attention to what I'm doing and how I'm doing things, that's all I'm doing. I, I've seen it done this way, mm -hmm. and I believe that this is the way. You know, we're gonna go out there and network. I'm telling you, Boo Boo. He gonna come in here. You when you talk to Booby, you gonna see it's, it's a lot of energy out there. You just gotta sift through it, you know. Yeah. And he not he not the type that's gonna you know you're not gonna see him on a lot of the nonsense, you know. You yeah. gotta find him. Yeah. And it's a thousand other like that, you know. Shout out my boy Nimi, um, Apollo. Um, dang, I know I'm forgetting a lot of people, but you know it's a lot of people out there that's really those are just the people off the top because those are my those are people in my inner circle. Yeah. Close but to. um. You know, it's a lot of people out there that's really grinding and really working. The Ray Rileys is out there, you know. The yeah. John Keiths are out there. They're out there working, you know what I'm saying? And, and you not you you might be from San Diego, you might not really hear about them, but that don't mean they're not getting it off and, and going to, you know, get their little bag, so. Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, man, I'm proud of y'all. Love all y'all, man. Let's keep it. Let's, let's work as a unit and just, uh, let's get to this this bag for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, man. Sham Black is in the building. Appreciate it, we'll man. We'll see you guys. Big handle. Handle unplug. Let's get it. Spooky.